there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Word to your mother. What do you think, zip or no zip? Let me see. You go half zip? I, I like to You don't do a full zip? I can't go full zip. I mean, look, let me see. What does that look like? I look like... I always like a full zip. You look, well, you have a good full zip because you look, you look like a, a bully in a teen movie. Like a 1980s movie when you zip up all the way. Not oh, okay. you. You in yeah. general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. man. I love you so much. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Two Cool Moms. My name is Joe Gatto. I'm Steve Byrne. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I'm turning my phone to silent because we have some things to discuss today. We got a lot of things to discuss. <sighs> I'm still licking my wounds from uh, a little trip we took together. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've fully recovered. <laughs> and I talked to a friend of ours who we visited that said that was one of the funnest nights he's had in a long time, and it was so fun to hang out. It so, was great. Yeah, we yeah. let loose. We let our head down a little bit. Oh, boy. Uh, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, and you had a, you had a big event uh, that went very well, so congratulations to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I did a a little charity show for uh, the Mario Lemieux Foundation. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I'm a huge Penguins fan, and Mario Lemieux is, you know, an icon in the sports. Um, uh, Is ranked the second greatest hockey player of all time behind Wayne Gretzky. Mm. And in 1993, was affected with Hodgkin's disease, basically had cancer, and missed a good chunk of the season. And since then... He's had uh, the Lemieux, the Mario Lemieux Foundation, which raises money for cancer research and especially uh, for children dealing with cancer. So, so we did a the goddamn comedy jam yep, yep. in Pittsburgh to raise money, and uh, it was literally <laughs> one of the funnest nights of my life. I Phenomenal. when when friends were kind enough to reach out, like you did. Um, I said it was like literally the top five best nights of my life. It's fantastic. And you've had a lot of great nights, so that means something. Believe me, the the night I had with you just a week ago was <laughs> probably top ten of all time. It's been it's been it, a big, that big was couple of amazing. weeks. Amazing. Yeah. Oh well congratulations on that. And all your friends that came out, we love all of them. I I, I unfortunately couldn't make it. Yeah. Um I was very busy. Yes. Uh, you so- were <laughs> Counting money, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I was um, in Virginia in a Beach. Lamborghini. <laughs> yes, I was. I was Lamborghini shopping in Virginia Beach. Yes, and I was just at the helipad before you got in the helicopter to disperse money to people that really needed yeah. it, right? Just like peons. Yes, it was, Enjoy. I just like to throw it from helicopters as I fly over towns. <laughs> um, I remember, you know, it was funny because the club that I was working at, mm-hmm. um, I was seeing, I was living vicariously through the events online, through Instagram, and whatnot, and seeing sure. all the fun that was being had by you and some fellow comics that I love mm-hmm. and friends of mine. And the air conditioner was broke in, in your the, place? in the club I was playing, and it was oh, no. and it had been ninety two degrees that day, oh. and uh, it was just a great balance check. Uh- <laughs> well, here's the thing we didn't put on, but I, I have video of it. Bill Crawford is the second one to go up. He's a great comic, does morning radio. As he's being announced, we see lights flashing through the whole theater. I go, what the heck is that? And then all of a sudden you're. Please evacuate the building. No! This is not a drill. <laughs> yeah. And the fire alarm basically went off, but it, was, it wasn't it was like, boop, boop. Yeah, it, it was a woman saying that every 10 seconds, and the lights yeah. were flashing. And so Bill's on stage like, do we do something? <laughs> like, nobody was moving. <laughs> nobody cared. It was like one of those when those alarms go off at, like, CVS. Yep. Nobody does anything. Yeah, 100%. So everybody just sat there, and Bill started making fun of it, and everybody was laughing. And the house manager, Hope, was kind of freaking out. And within one minute, she disseminated, there was a woman smoking in the bathroom. Ah, That's what set it yeah, off. Yeah. 
And within another two and a half minutes, they had shut the alarm off. So it was one of those situations. So Satorn is where all set. <laughs> the alarm's going off. His the, opener the was beginning. the please evacuate. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Gary Cannon, of course, had yeah. a great time with that. Right. Like you know, even the even the computerized woman knew she didn't want to watch her act. You know, <laughs> just stuff like that. Like the building didn't want to hear you. Bill. <laughs> you so. know, you bomb when the building tries <laughs> the to building evacuate shuts you. Shuts you down. Yeah. But Bill is such a great sport, and he, you know, it's one of those things where had he said the wrong thing, the crowd would have evacuated. Yeah. We would have brought people back in. It would have slowed the momentum up. And, I mean, you know, it's it, that's that's absolutely not fun. When you guys were, you've done countless shows. Have you ever had anything happen like that? Not an, not an evacuation. We did see a ruckus once. A fight? No, there was like a ruckus. Okay. Shoving um, match. There, there was there was a couple of fights. Well, you you always start a mosh pit anywhere. You I go. do anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm a walking yeah. mosh pit. They call me they call me Joey Mosh Pits. Um, <laughs> Joey Nirvana. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine being a mosh pit. I'd be like, ow, stop! <laughs> I'd be the worst mosh pit guy. Does anybody here have Obamacare? Why are we doing this <laughs> to each other? Stop it! We're gonna hurt each other. Yeah. I uh, I even I'm even afraid to stage dive because there's a lot there's that's a lot of responsibility for that crowd. <laughs> but I uh, I. Once two two things come to mind. One, yeah. there was that there was a ruckus in the back, and we found out at a later time that two people were having sex in our show. Oh, like full blown having sex. They were wasted, and in they started front of in everybody. The yes, and they had to throw them out. And I had never heard that. The second one that whoa, comes whoa, to whoa, mind. Hold on, let's go back. I don't know much more details than that. Like we had heard from the we heard from the guy, the security guard. We we saw the ruckus. Murder elbows what me. City? This will I, tell I, want to, I want to. I want to say it was Cincinnati. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. Sounds like a Cincinnati yeah, thing, right? Yeah, that's uh, where it happened. It was either. I think it was like Ohio or somewhere. Yeah, yeah like Ohio-ish. It was either Cincinnati. I think it was Cincinnati. Let's it's go Cincy. Cincinnati. Yeah. But I remember being on stage and Murr, uh, seeing the ruckus. Me and Murr st standing next to each other in this lineup when we normally, you know, this this tour. We I was next to Murray, mm -hmm. and he gives me a. Like one of those, as Sal was telling the story, something, and I look and I see this whole ruckus going and this, you know, this flat. And people, one's like, you can. And she's like grabbing her stuff and then they leave. And then later we said, oh, this guy said, what happened? He goes, yeah, two people were having damn sex back there. And I said, and we were like, we thought we like misheard him. And I was like, sex? He goes, yeah, yeah he was giving it to her right in the aisle. And that's what he said, oh the guy. God. And he walked away and that guy was gone and we couldn't get any other details. Like nobody wanted to talk about it. Like nobody who worked there was like, oh, yeah, no, no, I don't know what happened. And I was like, it was insanity that, that people were having. Crazy. The second thing that comes to mind that I loved was a person had had a little too much to drink. He drank, yeah, and had fallen asleep. And I think you were here. I think it was it was in the UK. A yeah. woman had passed out and fell asleep in the crowd, but it was right up front where Sal could see her. And Sal was like super focused on on Sal's side, and he called it, and it was like throwing. He's like, I can't believe this woman's sleeping. And it was a very good show. We're having a yeah. great show, but this woman was just out cold. And I said, Hold on, and I just went into the crowd, and I stood next to her, and I started doing a bit with her, and I sat like I moved the oh, people, really? and she did not wake up. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Are you really enjoying the show? And they had me on the jumbotron. I'm like, <laughs> oh God, I did great, this dude. whole like three minutes with yeah. her. And I come off, and she didn't wake crushed. up. It crushed, she's right? right? It totally did. Then she wakes up. They have her on the jumbotron. Sal wakes her up. He's like, she's up. And they look at her, and she looks. The whole place goes nuts, and she doesn't know why. She just goes, and starts clapping. <laughs> so great. Oh, that's and, awesome. and I heard with those people we saw later at a meet and greet that yeah. were with her, and they said that they videoed it to and showed her, and she was so upset that she missed the opportunity to like to talk oh, to me. Oh my god! And I was like, well, yeah, let's watch the drinky drink. <laughs> she's part of a great memory, though. Hundred percent. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. That's so fun. Do you have footage of that? Is it no, I mean, I'm sure recorded? people do. I don't, I don't, yeah.
Do, do you know Gareth Reynolds? Mm -mm. He, a great comic. He's on a podcast called The Dollop. It's like a history podcast. And we were in Vancouver together, and we just kind of started working together. He was featuring for me. And um, nice club. And Gareth is on stage for maybe five minutes, and someone starts convulsing, goes down on the ground. He's like, I'm crushing. <laughs> <laughs> and he... Basically, what we found out was someone had a heart attack. During the show, the paramedics come, and Gareth stayed on stage, to his credit, the whole time, uh, and was kind of giving, like, a a respectful play-by-play -play mm -hmm. of what's going on in the crowd. But continuing his set? Not doing jokes, but acknowledging yes, exactly what's to, going yeah. on in the room. Yeah, exactly. And um, just kind of, like talking to audience members and figuring out and he's plowing through this whole thing and the guy gets on a stretcher they pull him out he gives the thumbs up right like a, a true athlete yeah yeah, the yeah universal sign of everything's going to be fine i'm going to be good yep. uh the the wife goes out she was like very sweet and i the audience gave gareth a round of applause then he did his closing bit and i think he got a standing ovation mm. and then i went up and I was like, oh God, how am I gonna <laughs> how am I gonna get past this? And and you know, of course you go up, you just acknowledge like, I, it. You I know. hope a car comes through the front door or something. I gotta really want up. Somebody, this. please. <laughs> rock a deuce in your pants. Help Probably me out. do something. Um but uh we got through it and I, I remember telling Gareth afterwards, I was like, Well, you're a headliner now. That's great. You were a feature act for a while, but I've I've rarely seen anything like that executed. Yeah. in my professional life where somebody did that and Crawford did it to to a degree but I have a heart attack for 20 minutes and yeah. walk them through it going through and just keeping things going that made me think of a story that is probably the most insane story I have ever seen and if people tell me it I'm like I'm like I'm gonna put it in a screenplay this is how nuts it is like I'm in Vegas my father right before when he found out he had pancreatic cancer the first right. thing he did was book they gave him they gave him three months to live he booked a trip to Vegas to take the whole family to Vegas like we're going to Vegas together so we all went to Vegas yeah. right so we go to Vegas we're playing uh blackjack mm -hmm. okay and we're playing blackjack with this guy Vinny, who was on the run from somebody who was definitely he was you know showing us the cards and whatnot the, the dealer and we're at the Luxor yeah and a guy <laughs> they have a huge staircase to come down and a guy's rascal malfunctions the overweight gentleman and he comes backwards down the stairs and he falls oh, oh. <laughs> he's doing the whole thing so right you have that funny like oh but then he's really jacked up and he's laying down like, he's sprawled out he's hurt they uh, come in they start doing the whole thing right yeah. but it happens right next to a craps table <laughs> right so he falls and he's like oh and he's down and he's next to the craps table right so we, we continue my dad is like oh i'll split those days and he keeps playing and then the the, the guys that were there, there was like all these bunch of like Italian mafia guys. They make them move the craps table. <laughs> they they like no, when I said they like we got all we had to clear. It's like the guys go no no no, and then they come with security and all the people playing craps pick up the craps table and no. move it over and they keep rolling and the guys getting run. worked on right here and they were having a good run and they're cheering hot eights and this guy's like oh, I can't feel my legs and it's, it was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, that was 1990, what was that? 1994 Vegas. Like, that's what yeah. that was. That's where you could still do that stuff. Insanity. It's so funny. Yeah. But nowadays, with Eye in the Sky and everything yeah. else, you couldn't I do mean, that. But I, and people actually you, be more aware of people. <laughs> in working with you these last few months, 
whenever you tell stories and somebody gets hurt, you make that same noise. The guy going down the stairs. Uh. <laughs> it's just such it's a, a uni- funny noise. It's a universal noise of getting hurt. Oh, God, it makes me laugh. This guy was like, uh. Uh. <laughs> But he was going down the stairs fast backwards and he was overweight. He's like, uh, Coming down. Seeing somebody wipe. Uh. There's nothing funnier. No. That's how my whole anti-shame thing was born. That's yeah. how that, I, I really credit it to 12-year-old Easter Sunday. I was 12 years old. I was in the Bella Vita restaurant in the yeah. strip mall in... in, in uh, oh, this is really specific. Yeah, okay. I, was, I remember it. Like my old, my yeah. middle sister, Carla, who I love, um, we didn't get along very much when I was in the, at that age. Right? Sure, like yeah. Most no, no, together. Most kids don't, yeah. So we were going to the bathroom together, and yeah. in the back of Bella Vita, there was a step down, which I didn't realize, yeah. and I f- wiped out. I fell, yeah. and my sister like started laughing at me. Yeah. And everybody, the whole, it was packed. It's, it's the Italian place on Staten Island Easter Sunday. It's packed. Standard room oh, only, Easter? right? I'm down. I'm in my you suit. I'm not off. Oh, you're it. a tie on yeah, and loafers? I mean, sure, oh, have some worse. respect. Yeah. <laughs> they had the tassels on them, the loafers, you know, the little tassels. So I wipe out, I fall, and my sister's laughing at me. And I see, I feel everybody look at me. The whole restaurant stops. It's like one yeah. of the, like, I hit it. Like, I hit the linoleum. Like, yeah. boom, like you heard the smack. And I was like, oh, and you heard, ooh, like one of those. Yeah. And I just popped up and went, ta-da, and everybody <laughs> laughed. Right. And I was like, and I looked at my sister like, F you. That's how you do it. That's it. Like, Jesus, three days later, I rose, and I walked <laughs> away, and I just dropped a boulder. I think that's what Jesus said when he came he out. Did. Right? He, he went, ta-da. Yeah, but that was, that, I remember that, like, moment of yeah. being like, oh, I could, and I think that was maybe the last time I was embarrassed in my whole life. And of course, there's moments, but, like, I think that was, like, when I really was born of, like, not embarrassment comedy if i if you will sure yeah i it, just reflexively to do that yeah it, it takes the sting out of it it's it's great 100 but i i i remember the hardest i've ever wiped i was <laughs> i was a freshman at kent state university mm-hmm. i was riding my mountain bike and it was by the uh this like <laughs> you bike falls a uh, bike fails are uh, the best good this grassy area where everybody's laying out and playing mm. soccer and you know uh, the common area sack and like stuff yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was this, uh, I, I couldn't, there were, you know, I'm a freshman. There's like this gaggle of girls, like with their bikini tops on and sunbathing and reading, like studying. And I'm just like this skinny dork with acne and no hair product. I'm riding my mountain bike. And, you know, the sidewalk had like this little thing like this, right? Mm-hmm. And my bike wheel, I'm just staring at these girls. And the bike wheel, for some reason, hit the T and the wheel just stayed, and the bike kept going, and it just launched me over, and I just went, <laughs> I completely wiped in front of the whole area, and because you were distracted looking at the. But here's here's the worst part: is when you get up and you're bleeding, and there's no way to like make that cool. You, you can't, can't ta-da the, you can't ta-da that when you're bloody. You're just like. Oh shit! Even if you're David Copperfield, this there's is, no tada in the bloody mess. This is bad. Wow! I got to get back home. You, yeah. Did you have grass like in your face and everything? I had oh. dirt, grass, blood, everything, and I was hurt too. Like I, I really kind of got jacked. My shoulder hurt and stuff, oh. and it, you know, it just like <laughs> nobody's offering to help. No cute girl is like, oh my god, are you okay? okay. Did you, like, there's no meat cute. There's no meat cute. There's did nothing. you? Did you was your bike too damaged to ride, or did you have to get back up on the horse? No, I I, I walked the <laughs> bike because I was kind of like, and I'm bleeding, just like, oh god, that's brutal. even worse, brutal. But then I was with you guys at the uh, at the uh, Funny Bone, yeah, and there's that big oh, bay yeah. window. 
You walked into a glass pane. I literally walked right into the huge pane of glass. Not even thinking like, I look back and I'm like, yeah. I didn't even think there was a door there. Like, why would I just go through that? Like, it was so stupid. Oh, this is how I enter this building. The ticket guy's right there, and I'm looking, and, I'm like, and I do one of my cool, no, like, waves. No, you said it alone. Yeah, I did the Ocean's Eleven. Like, I, I go like that. Dunk! And I run into it. My phone falls. And outside's a, outside's a slide, a kid's center. So there's, like, five families with their kids. Everybody stopped. And what what sucked, my nose still kind of hurts from it. Really? Yeah. Oh, and that you was like faced, two weeks ago. You faced it? Face, shoulder, everything. Man. I didn't bleed, though. That's good. But I went down for the count, too. I fell. <laughs> no, you bounced off. You, you ping ponged? I bounced ponged? off the thing. I fell. I got up, and I look at the guy in the ticket booth, and he is bowled over, like, oh. just crying, laughing. And, um, and I walk outside, and this dad goes, whoa. I go, nobody saw that, right? He goes, we all heard it. <laughs> like, Jesus. Brutal, man. Oh, I have a bit where I'll always, I always, oh, I, pratfall was always my favorite. Always my favorite thing to do, and I'm very good at it. Yeah. But I always love, like, when you're in malls and those signs are in the middle <laughs> of, like, you know, those big signs that yeah. are just, like, free saying signs, like, this way for the sales and whatnot, you yeah. know? I would love, trip over it? I, no, trip over do? it. Take it out. Wrestle it on it the floor. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Falls with me, wrestle it. I'll have it on top of me. Oh, oh. It's just a wet floor sign. Forget it. It's over. To this day, I don't care. Even now, I love it so much. And I know my good friends who are with me know it's coming, and they get yeah. so nervous. And, like, I feel them hoping I don't see it. And I'll never be like, oh, I see it. Like, I'll just be right. like, I'll see it. I'll never acknowledge that I see it. So they hoping, like, oh, maybe you didn't see that one. But every time, every opportunity, I do it. We were walking in that, that outdoor mall, and they had the... The like fake oh, yeah. chain, and it was like a yellow chain. Yeah, plastic. it was between two cones, and it was a yellow chain. Completely that not necessary for it to be there. There was no purpose in it being there. You walk over, you trip over it, bring it all down, put it back, and walk over to two senior citizen women and warn them. <laughs> Like they're like anybody's gonna do what you just did. I said, I said to them, ladies, I don't know if you saw this, but there's a there, everybody saw it yeah. coming up ahead. There is a there there's something that's dangerous for you. It's a, it's a, it's two cones. You can't miss it. It's two huge cones right with there, a yellow yeah. chain. I was like uh, it's two cones with a yellow chain. There, I didn't see it. I got wrapped up in it. I don't want the same. Yeah. I don't want the same future for you, young women. That's what I said to them, and they weren't even going that way. No way. Yeah, they were going. Oh. Anytime you enter a store, oh, you I kick love the hitting door. my face in the door. Yeah, I love hitting my face in the door, and then I blame the door every time. I'm like, oh, it's a pull. <laughs> You're pushing on it. You're like wondering how to open the door. One of my favorite things that I and it's still emblazoned in my mind yeah. that made me laugh when I was younger was a Far Side, where it said it had you know there was that comic that was in the Sunday comics oh, yeah. called the Far Side, and there is a it's just a standalone comic. It's a one square comic, and it says. Um, so, uh, Academy for the Gifted, mm -hmm. and there is a nerdy kid leaning on the door, <laughs> trying to push it open, and it says "pull." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just made me laugh, and has always stuck with me as like one of the funniest things that I'd ever seen. And <laughs> every door I come across, I love just Far Side. Those those were so popular back in the day. What happened the to that? Guy? Oh, they just re they just released a whole uh, thing. Uh, my, a sister whole got it, my sister got it for Christmas, uh, yeah. like the the Chronicles of Narnia version. <laughs> like it's basically three and oh wow, what's they called the anthology or whatever sure, yeah. of all of them. It I read the whole thing. It was so awesome. It just took me back. Oh, They're so great. smart. They're so funny. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like Mitch Hedberg did a cartoon or something like that. Who's Mitch Hedberg? One of the great comics that passed away in the what do you say, early two thousand, Shiggy? Yeah, 
great one-liners. Yeah, yeah, just, oh yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, just, oh, see, I lost a buttonhole. Is he, is that one of his? That's one of my favorite one-liners. Is, is he looking a little weird, Mitch Hedberg? Oh yeah, he looks Long like a rock hair. star. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Yes, stage, yes, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Really, really cerebral. One, yeah, he 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 looked at his shirt and goes, "Oh damn, I lost a buttonhole." And yeah. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> like you can't lose a buttonhole. You lose a button. It's great. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Two, mom, two cool moms. Thank everybody for following us and uh, submitting your queries. It's the reason Rating, why we're here. Reviewing and subscribing and the positive comments and everything. Like, you know, I, I've heard countless things like, thank you guys so much. You make us so happy. Thanks for your advice. Will you run for office? <laughs> Uh, You've ruined my life. We get all of it. Yeah, your your all advice of it. was it, terrible. It's across the board. Yeah we, yeah, we try. We try to make sure we can do it. We try to help and ruin. <laughs> <laughs> Two cool moms. Okay. We help and ruin. Here we go. This is coming to us from Krista. Okay. Two bitchin' mommies. Oh, nice. You probably get thousands of these messages, so keeping it short. Joe, you make me smile and laugh more than anyone has ever. Thank you. You are a gift, Steve. I cannot get past how amazing your voice is. I could listen to you all day, not in a creepy way. <laughs> okay. Two Cool Moms has quickly become my favorite podcast ever. You immediately edged out another one mm -hmm. that, that that we, we don't need to mention no, no, that, right? No, no. But uh, please keep at it. Krista. There's, there's, no, there's no question. <laughs> um, there's no question. There's just, I'm funny, you got a cool voice. <laughs> Thank you very much, Krista. Um, oh, sweet of her. Thank that you. was very sweet of you. Uh, I would love to know that as a professional stand-up comedian, I would have made her laugh once over the course of, no. what, 12 but episodes? But... I, well, my voice is really annoying, though. That's what I'm inferring. You have, no, the, you have the greatest voice, and my favorite is when somebody gets hurt in your stories. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on sound effects. I'm like the Foley boy. What's that called? A Foley track? I'm like the Foley track. What's your favorite noise to make? Goy! <laughs> It's a great noise. Who uses the When do you use the goy? <laughs> the goy, I'll tell you. Uh, when? My friend Steve, he was walking into a comedy club. He walked through the plate glass window. He went, goy! <laughs> All right. <laughs> goy! You know you did it. <laughs> I'm so glad you weren't there. Oh man! I just, oh I'm my so god! Do you know how I would? Neither of you were there. Oh, I would never. If I could go that. back, if I was, if someone turn pulled back up, a turn back time. If someone rolled up right now with a DeLorean, I'd be hard pressed to picture <laughs> the last day with my father, or, or being there at that play glass when Both those noises were made that day. My father when he was going to the light, and you in that play glass window. <laughs> oh, are there any last words? Guy, I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. Uh. <laughs> you know, you know what though? I have noticed because I do the editing of these episodes, yeah. and I do notice how you have a great, you speak very well, you have a great voice, and then I go and I talk, <laughs> and I'm just like a yappy, like I'm like a Pomeranian, right. but you're like a husky. Well, we're 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 two. Uh, I'm like Martha Stewart, and you're Rosie Perez. Okay. Is that is that yeah. if we're Two mommies. I would get it. Yeah. yeah I okay. Get it. Rosie Perez. Yeah, I get it. I haven't seen her for a while. No, she's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Krista. Thank you, Krista. May this be emblazoned in your mind forever. I love you. Oh, there it there is. You go. Okay, this is coming to us from Art Guy. Hey, Joe and Steve. Been a big fan of Joe's work for over a decade and recently fell in love with Steve. Thanks for this podcast. It's very sweet of you, Art Guy. I have a bit of a beard that my wife absolutely adores. I personally think I look better and feel more confident without it. 
but I don't want to make myself less attractive in their eyes by shaving it. I know they'll love me regardless of my appearance, but I don't know what to do. Please help. Also, how do you guys look with beards? They won't, they won't love you no matter what your appearances look like. So he likes it. She hates it. Right, but he's, he's living in the fantasy world that he thinks they're going to love him no matter what he looks like. <laughs> I mean, that's not how that works. Attraction is based on... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Don't yeah. make that mistake. They'll love me if I'm fat anyway. Like I used to think that anyway. I was like, oh, they'll it doesn't love matter if I put an extra pounds. I'll love you. There's more love, you. love. I used to say that all the time. But they me. don't want to bang you. No, they don't. Yeah. Nobody wants to bang a beardless art man. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, of course. Um, when he shaves the beard and he enters the room, the wife goes, "Guy." <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, I love you. I love you. I don't know what to I say. I love you. I have a headache. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I uh, well, you know that's hard because your appearance, especially when it comes to your loved ones. I will say this: I don't grow beards. Really, I've never had a beard. Yeah. I accidentally grew one because I had gotten really sick and didn't shave for a while, like a week. I had gotten a bad flu and I was down for the count. How, how, how thick do you get in a week? Not, not very. I get, yeah. But I get a good scruff. Mm-hmm. I get a good scruff. It's a pretty even scruff as well. I've I'm never not very seen, patchy. I've never seen uh, Down and Out Joe. He's only been around a couple times. Oh, well, you've been hanging out with me for the past six months. Yes, you have. But you know what I mean? Like Mr. Mom, Michael no, Keaton, yeah. down and out. You know? No, I don't think I've ever gotten to that yet. But hang around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's coming shortly. Yeah. But I had Hello. Had, oh, be careful. Watch this. Okay. We don't have insurance. Don't break the chairs. Gotcha. So I've only had that scruff, and I actually liked it, and I actually showed up to set. Mm-hmm. So there is oh. one challenge of Impractical Jokers, yeah. one, where I have a full, like, scruff beard. Did they make fun of you at all? Or no, what? they no. actually all liked it, and I liked it. Oh, why didn't you keep it then? Bessie didn't. Oh. And I liked it, to, but it sounds like he really loves, like, without it. I yeah. didn't love it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I've never done it. <clears throat> but then I was like, oh, I don't want to have to maintain it and all that. I like a shave. That's the I thing, like just yeah. a shave. The main, there's a lot of work that goes into a beard. Yeah, I, 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 I have my lazy patches where, like, if I'm not working for two weeks, I don't shave for two weeks. Ah, really? Like, I really, I'll just let it so go. So what do you look like? I look like Keanu Reeves if he was cast in the film Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but guy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Tom Hanks? Mm-hmm, he had like mm-hmm. that AIDS beard, but it's like patchy and stuff. Yeah. So you're patchy. You don't get your. You don't get a full. It doesn't coverage. come in thick, but like it looks good with stubble. Got it. Like it looks good for three days, and then it starts coming in, and it's just kind of like yeah. patchy. And I have like this. Uh, I guess like a little spot of. I guess it's called alopecia or something. Where oh, I could see where you're not getting hair right there. Yeah, right there. But it, oh, that's it comes, weird. That comes and goes. It's it's the weirdest thing. Really? It'll be here, like you know. Usually it's due to stress. Stress, right? And that's I've true. been stressed out lately. So my wife known just it recently. She said, "Oh, your 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 little patch is back because oh. it'll be here. It'll be here. Gotcha. It'll just zip over." But there is a difference between stubble and a full beard, though. I think everybody looks, looks pretty good. good with stubble, right? Yeah. But once you get to like a too long of a stubble and starting to turn into a beard. Yeah. That's when you realize where the patches are. They really show a little more. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get to that point. I had just had like a healthy stubble, I would say. I love a good stubble. Yeah. <laughs> the the greatest greatest guide to pull off stubble, Indiana Jones. Ah. Every Indiana Jones he's got a little bit of stubble and he looks fantastic. You mean Harrison Ford? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> To you know, me, I'm he's sorry. Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't. Did I just ruin a, <laughs> ruin a reality? Kind of, yeah. Spoiler: It's an actor. Uh, no, get off my pod. <laughs> um, I love Aaron Harrison Ford. I think he's like, yeah, it's great. Uh, he's the one guy. I used to work at a restaurant called the Aegean on seventy something and uh, and uh, Columbus, and he lived right by there. 
and I'd see him walk by every now and then. And for like, yeah, I worked there for like a year. And every time it, we had the disposable cameras and I, I bought one and I kept it just in case oh. I saw him. And I, I saw him on three other occasions and I was just like, I don't want to bother him. Yeah. That's how I always felt. I, I couldn't like bring myself to do there's it. Some, there's some icons where like you get them, and you, you see them and you just don't know if you are going to, but it always helps if you're in a group, I think. Yeah. Like we've had a couple bump into's when we were on the road. I remember George Lucas was having breakfast. When oh we in God, LA really? We were having a meeting with our agent. He was there by himself, just at a table. No. And he was like, I gotta say, I gotta say hi to him. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I said, you know, he's eating breakfast by himself. So it's a hard like entry. How do you do it? He's like, I just Maybe gotta tell easier. him I'm a fan. So he just was walking by and he just said, hey, you know, I just wanted to let you know I'm a huge fan of what you do a lot. And he was super gracious and said, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Flip of that was we were working, we were doing a bit at uh, the deli here in New York, uh, mm -hmm. the famous deli. I forget the Katz's name. Deli? Katz's. Yeah. So we're doing a bit at Katz's Deli. We're playing, we're playing waiters. We're all in our blacks. Yeah. We go, blah, blah, blah. We walk in and we look, on, we look on the cameras and in walks Nicolas Cage. He walks in the back and he's eating by himself. Really? Yeah, and then we're done. We're wrapped for the day. Yeah. We just saw him come in, so we're getting ready to leave. So we go to walk out, and Murr and Sal are huge Nicolas Cage fans. Yeah. I like, I enjoy Nicolas Cage, but Murr is like a huge Nicolas Cage fan. So they're like, we gotta, like, we gotta, we gotta meet him, Joe. We gotta yeah. meet him. So they come to me, who has no, you know, I don't give a shit, right? <laughs> so Nicolas Cage is done. I was like, all right, we're just timing. I said, we'll be yeah. outside when he's walking. So he comes outside. He comes outside. We're outside. There's a couple fans that are taking the pictures with Sal and, and yeah. Murr, and I see Nicolas Cage. So Nick is walking and he's going to the corner to get it. Uh, I said, Mr. Cage, if you mind, and I'm in my black on black with the vest. I said, yeah. if you don't mind, Mr. Cage, this is my friend. I, I have a couple friends here who are huge fans of yours. The two other guys had already changed. Oh, so we take, so you look so like we take a picture of them, right? So I was like, oh, I take a picture with them, whatever. And he, he goes, and then here comes, I, I said, okay, goodbye. We're saying our goodbyes. And Nicholas Cage was taking a couple more pictures with fans. And then I was also, I was living in the city at the time. Yeah. I get a taxi. I go to get in the taxi and Nick Cage walks over and goes to get in the taxi and goes to tip me. He thought I got the taxi for him. No. So he, oh I'm holding, because I'm dressed in black. He doesn't know. He thinks yeah. I work there. So I, I go, I open the go, I go, oh, and he goes, he goes, yeah, thanks, man. And he goes, and I, and I had a moment. This is a great story. And I had a moment. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I have a great opportunity right here to do something very funny that I'll be able to tell people yeah. and live for the rest of my life. So I just go, <clears throat> and I do the money like thing like are you, gonna, are you gonna tip me Nick Cage and I'm holding the door open and he looks at me and he just goes and he goes and he takes out a no. money clip and it's a dra golden dragon money clip and no. it's only biting 20s and he opens and he starts to look for less than a 20 I see him and he's only got 20s and it goes up to 100 Yeah. and he's looking and he just looks at me and I'm just standing there and I hold it <laughs> I'm just hold, I'm holding the door and I had the hang up and I'm looking him in the eyes yeah. like oh, and then he goes and, and he looks at me and he goes and I just go it's been an absolute pleasure Mick Cage please no no, no need and he put him in the cab and I go and I slap the back of the cab and it takes off and that I crumble so laughing crumble funny really Sal and Mark come over like what happened and I tell them the story and we are a puddle <laughs> we're a puddle we're laughing so hard on the on the thing and Sal's like I can't believe you didn't force him to give you a story I was like I could have yeah. held it but I felt bad and I was just like oh. but just to do That's the so great, <clears throat> to Nick Cage is unbelievable he was a great guy he was a really nice dude oh, very wow. gracious yeah there was one time I was uh, I was leaving a restaurant and Christopher Nolan oh. was sitting there with somebody talking and I was just about to film the opening act and I was like, oh my God, I could ask one of the greatest directors of course. for a piece of advice. Because that's I, what Christopher Nolan wants to do. Of course. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there going, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Just, just know you saw him. Yeah. And be happy with that. And that was one of the cooler like people I saw in L.A. 
it's always, I, I think it's easier for us, like, after shows, if somebody's in the crowd, mm -hmm. then I'll get a picture, right? 100%. It's like, oh, hey, I had a great time. Oh, can we get a picture together? Yeah. I'll do that. But yeah. I was in uh, this grocery store, Bristol Farms, next to, I used to live on Sunset. Oh, yeah. By the no, Rite Bristol, Aid. Yeah, yeah. And Bristol Farms is there. And then I lived in that apartment building that had this archway neon sign above it. And... um I just moved in. It was the first day I moved into my own apartment in Los Angeles. Look I'm at you. so excited. I go to Bristol Farms and I get some soup, which is like 20 bucks for like six ounces. I go, what the fuck's going on here? And, um, and I'm going to check out and there's a gentleman in front of me and, um, and I'm just kind of like waiting to pay. And then I hear, well, thank you very much. And it was just like this weird cadence. I was like, oh my God, I look up. It's uh, Lando Calrissian. Billy D. Billy Williams. D. Williams. And I was like, oh my Holy God, that's Lando. And, and of course, Colt 45, you know, <laughs> works every time. And I was like, oh my God, that's Billy D. Williams. And I couldn't believe it. it was like, that's cool. I just moved into my place and that was yeah. my, my first LA moment where I was like, wow, yeah. holy cow. I feel like everything gets amplified when you first move to LA and you have, I had a bunch of bump into's, but yeah, because I was working at Nordstrom at the Grove and it was a very high profile Nordstrom for shoppers. Mm -hmm. And there have been lots of people that I helped and, and befriended there because you like literally, like I was a salesman, so I just sure. helped and whatever. But I always kept it professional, never asked for a picture or anything. But I remember there was, I had gotten, they had these uh, compliment cards. Right. And I always as a joke, I would push them on people with the people I worked with. Mm -hmm. So a good friend of ours, Justin, worked with me. Oh, yeah. And I would always make them, one of my bits would be like, and I'd be like, and yes, and then there's just a compliment, compliment card here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no pressure, but, and I would just hand them a pen. Yeah. And they'd be like, Oh, yeah, and they would give me a high rate, and that's how I always got, like, my things up. And I was able to pick my own shifts and whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm helping Brittany Murphy. Oh, wow, And her yeah. boyfriend at the time. And I'm helping them. The, the, the older guy that... Uh, I, I don't know exactly who it was, yeah, okay. but it was somebody she was with, or a friend. It was a male sure. friend, so I'm helping the male friend, and Brittany's there. And I uh, actually had a great time laughing with her. Beautiful, beautiful human. And... At the end, Justin is there with me, mm -hmm. and he looks at me, and I said, I have an opportunity here to make Justin lose his shit, and I just go, and uh, Brittany, if you don't mind, there's the compliment card here, and he <laughs> fucking had to walk away. He walked away. He was beat red, yeah. and I hand her a pen, and she actually wrote she did it? a thing, and then instead oh, of turning it in, awesome. I kept it, and I have it. Are you serious? I have you still have that? I still have it. It's in my box of notes. Wow. Yeah, which is which is unbelievable. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, any opportunity just to make people laugh and not worry about being embarrassed just goes to show you. Like, I go, I, I'll do it all the time just oh, because you do I, it. I've seen it. I just it, enjoy it. I just genuinely enjoy it. <clears throat> but it's always done in, like, a way where you're having fun. Yeah. But it's never at somebody's expense. Never. Which never. is great. Yeah, for sure. For all sure. right. <laughs> Let me get in this next one. God, that was, that, that Nicolas Cage story is absolutely it's crazy. Great, right? Hold on. Uh, <coughs> okay, we did the beard. Uh, so I, I would say we didn't even answer the question. <laughs> we did it. We did it. I would say keep the beard. <laughs> is that is that is that where we're at? I said you got to keep the beard. I think you keep the beard too. That was a terrible performance by you and I. We're like right in. We'll help solve the dilemmas. I made Nicolas Cage give me a twenty dollar bill next. So, <laughs> but he likes it. He likes it. I think that's what's important. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's got to keep it. And you know it, what though? Here's the thing about beards. I mean, that's a temporary situation. Shave it. So try it on. It'll yeah. grow back, right? Yeah, I, I love shaving. And then there have been times where it's it's like thick. It's yeah. like after two weeks, and I just shave it to see what it would be like. Because I see Leonardo DiCaprio do that thing, <laughs> and and I, I I I've like experimented and seen it. 
I've never made it out of my bathroom. Yeah, right. Never. You mustache, just... I've never oh made it God, out of my bathroom. Oh, my God, I would love How much do I have to give you for you just to grow a full-blown mustache? Oh, my God. Just dude. a mustache. First off, my wife <clears throat> would be like, no. If I get There's her on board. pillar on your lip. <laughs> if I get her on board. She, by the way, she'd be the one for the right price. It's not me. Okay, I'm going to start up a GoFundMe. <laughs> for a beard, just to see how much we raise. For a beard, a beard would be, a beard I would do for free. A mustache, just that's a straight a totally mustache, totally different. Oh and my you, god! And if you made it like a Hitler mustache, I mean, th- no. now we're now we're going up in price. No, that, a like, chaplain. Oh god! <laughs> no, I want no, I want just the right just amount, right like a right triangular, straight up. That's gonna be. Oof! Come I on, don't, let I me start a GoFundMe and let me see what the number is. And if not, we'll donate to charity. I don't look good in a mustache. I know, but that's right why now. that's what makes it funny. Well, thanks. <laughs> Wait, I know. I, come on, you don't look good in a mustache. So I'm not going to be one of the guys that's like, Steve, you look great. We both know. I know, yeah. Yeah. I, I would look horrible with Think of it as padding for the next time you walk into a plate glass window. <laughs> Goy, Goy. I'm all right. <laughs> Everything's fine. Well... All right, we'll 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 work on that. Well, let's workshop it. We'll get around it. Okay, yeah. Hey, to our friend here, Art Man, I would say keep it. I, I would say keep the beard, but if you really want to, I mean, it's a non-committal, just to shave it and try. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, my instinct is you got to feel comfortable and confident in yourself, and if that's something that makes you f- feel comfortable and confident, hundred percent. Yeah. And I think anybody that truly loves you wants you to be happy. Yeah. And if you do something that makes you happy, do it. Other than like. You know, like bad things. Bad things, exactly. Like having the sex in an aisle at a comedy show. Right, that's it. Uh, this is coming to us from Celeste. That's a wonderful name. I love Celeste. That's a good name. It's um, a classy name. I know You've two never... Celeste and both are home runs. Yeah. Yeah. I've like, like a Celeste is like when you go to Hooters, it's like, you know, you hope you sit in Celeste's section. Are there many Celestes working in the no. Hooters? No, as I no. was saying, I was like, uh... I don't think really? I That's actually the second Celeste I know. She's great. At, yeah. She's a great, she's a great waitress. <laughs> All right, Celeste, I spend way too much money on things I want and not the things I need. My bank account does not support this life. How do I break this shopping addiction? By the way, I love you both and this podcast. It's very kind of you, Celeste. I think we both can answer this one but I'll, I'll let you take the reins on this one first because you know that i am i'm a shopaholic is that why you're, you're, is that me well, is my name celeste <laughs> uh, did i write that in uh i mean i love to, i love to shop but i will say this there's nothing more i love more than finding a good deal i love a deal yes right do. i don't i'm not a pay full price kind of guy no. i either love a good clearance section or i force them to give me a discount mm-hmm. it's one of two ways i go <laughs> like that's kind of how i do but we're getting discounts for your friends for my friends that's yeah. that's my favorite thing is when i get discounts so i ask people what's the action that's my favorite sentence ever said anytime what's the action yeah. because it confuses people it disarms them and it can be used in multitude of situations shopping you know restaurants when you want to find out what the specials yeah. are what's you know when right when you walk into a room you're not sure what's happening mm-hmm. you know what's the action I'd be like, what? I was like, what's the action here? <laughs> it's a great sentence. It's a great sense of used. It really is. It's <clears throat> it's a broad right that, that's applicable anywhere. It gets married to the right hand gestures too. Yeah. What's the action? That means what's the action in this room? What's the action? That means what's the percentage off? Right? You know, what's what's the action? What are you thinking? <clears throat> right. <clears throat> what are you thinking? What's the action? Like it's a great sentence. It's great, right? Yeah. What's the action? Is it's my mantra. Yeah. You've both been a genius here. I hear you say it all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's it's really my one of my things. Yeah. Um uh, I do like. I will say this about things. Uh, there are a couple tips that I can spending tips, right? Things on you want instead of what you need is right. her crux. Right. I would and say I think she knows it already. I, I would say take unlog out of Amazon yeah. because it helps stopping spontaneous 
purchases. If you have to go that extra step, <clears throat> if you have to go that extra step to log in, right. I think that gives you a mind check to like, do I really need this? And I found that tip to be very helpful. Mm -hmm. I don't keep myself logged into the, my Amazon app in my phone. Yeah. Um, because that is a huge spontaneity thing. Um, you don't really need anything is the other thing that I've oh, heard yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't really need, you know, want versus need. Like you don't really, like you need food, you need sure. water, right? What are you doing? Right? You don't need that sweatshirt, Celeste. Right, yeah. Yeah. Celeste, put the pumps down. Yes, that's it. You don't need those shoes. Put them down. Yeah, you have shoe, right? It's very common. It's a very funny uh, com uh, comedian who has a good TikTok that says it shows the difference between men and women when they're packing. Yeah. And it says, what'd you pack for the weekend? He's like, oh, I have a flannel, I have, sho I have shoes, and I have a T-shirt. Mm -hmm. And she's like... Well, what are you going to wear if it gets cold? I was like, I'll put the flannel on. <laughs> what are you going to do if it gets hot? I'll take the flannel off. He's like, well, what are you going to wear if we go have a nice if we go to a nice dinner? He's like, shoes. She's like, did you pack shoes? He's like, no, I'm wearing my shoes. <laughs> He's like, I brought them with me. You know, right. that's like what that's what you need, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I think just checking in on yourself, and you've already done the first thing was identifying that you have a <laughs> you have an issue with shopping. So maybe you just check yourself before you riggedy wreck your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can always count on you for that. But I think uh, I what I've done recently is I love going on eBay, and I mm. love like collecting. Like we have a lot of friends that collect stuff, right? Yes, and sure. I love collecting. Like I love going down rabbit holes of like Superman the movie is my favorite film of all time. So three things you collect. Go. Uh, anything Superman. Superman. Especially stuff. per Superman. The Christopher Reeve era. Got it. Uh, I love. God. I love anything Dean Martin. Dean Martin is a very, very small. I'll always go through eBay and try to find things on Dean right. Martin. What about vinyl? Aren't you? Don't you get into vinyl? I do enjoy vinyl. Yeah, I listen to. I have my core cachet of vinyl that Got I listen it. to. I wouldn't say I'm a huge, huge collector, collector of vinyl, but I go to record stores and I just bought Dean Martin the Silencers in mm. Pittsburgh at a great place called Ides that I used to go to when I was in eighth grade. We used to take the bus really downtown to Pittsburgh. Oh, it's still there. Store. It's still there. That's they amazing. just celebrated their fiftieth anniversary in Pittsburgh, and I. Uh, Every time I'm in town, when I go to Pittsburgh, I go there to buy comics, uh -huh. and they have all the old vintage ones that I love with great covers. And uh, but, anyways, uh, um, yeah, I, I'd say anything Dean Martin, anything Superman, and uh, I love like old Star Wars and like old toys I played with, like Superpowers, Secret Wars when I was a kid. Mm. So I'll go on eBay and find these things, and I my whole office is stocked with like yeah. old figurines. I have the original Indiana Jones figure and. I recently found uh, the old Buck Rogers figure and Star Trek, the motion picture. I have Kirk and Spock. And so I got all these things. And recently, and, and I, I went through a, a run where I, I wanted to collect all the 12 inch Star Wars collectible figures that are oh. from 1978. Wow, yeah. And so they're 12 inch figures. And I got them all. And they're in my office. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, if they weren't here, I'd, it, you know. It's cool to have, but like it, it makes no difference. Right. And so what I did that day was I, I just took stock of everything I've purchased over the last few years and I'm looking at it all and I'm like, okay, what, what, like, what is this, what's it for? It looks cool when I walk in my office, it's fun. And right. you, you create a fun environment for yourself. But then I was like, is this a bit much? Yeah. And I started getting to a point where I don't have room to hang anything anymore. And so I was just like, Maybe this is a sign, right? And so I was just taking stock of everything I had purchased over the last few years, especially uh, just like, you know, I'll be up at one in the morning looking up. I just bought all the blueprints from Superman the movie. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these? <laughs> blueprints. Blueprints. That's bad. You are Celeste. I am Celeste. Uh, yeah, you are Celeste. There's so, a little Celeste in all of us. 
So I, I think taking stock of Celeste says she's she's gone through a run recently. I'd say go through, look at all the things you've wasted money on. That's a good wake up call. And say, what is this all? You know, I, I really when you take see stock. the number. When, when you, you see, see that number, that if it's like a, you know, if it hits like, imagine what you could do with a thousand dollars, right? And be like, if somebody just gave you a thousand dollars right now, you'd be like, oh my god, th amazing. Well, that's the thing. My wife just said. She said every time you go away, you feel guilty. I get it, and you bring something home for the kids. Go in the room, look, look in the room. I go, okay, and I look, and I'm like, yeah, it's toys. She goes, no, no, they have too many toys. And what we're going to do this weekend is you're going to sit there, you're going to get a garbage bag, and you're going to clean out all their toys with them. And we're going to put everything in goodwill and then look at that and think how much money you spent on them. Right, right. And so that was kind of the beginning of it all Got to it. go back in retrospect. So I think yeah. taking stock of everything you had purchased and you realize how gluttonous and ridiculous it is. Yeah. And so I just, uh, I stopped caring about my kids. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They're going to, I'm sure they'll, they'll be happy out. with their mom. Yeah, they have they a have mom a that's there, and they got food and water. Like well, that, you said, that's right? it. Food and water is all they need, so yeah. they don't need that stupid, you know, Polly Pocket. Your daughter's Any of walking it. around. They don't need it. Yeah. By the way, I got my daughter a hoverboard for Christmas. She was talking about it for <laughs> six the months. I can't wait to get Still this. The I can't. I'm going to use it every day. Christmas Day, she used it. <laughs> the 26th, she went around the neighborhood. She hasn't used it since. since. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I do this thing now where I'm on the road. I bring home clothes and a book. And candy. You bring home? Clothes and a book and candy. I don't buy toys anymore. For them? Yep. I don't. Because first thing was, I noticed something where my daughter was like, Daddy, ah! Daddy, we, ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's all the time we have, everybody. More. Thank you so much for watching Two Cool Moms. Uh, the whole set just fell. So we're, we're going to go. Uh, we love you. Please subscribe. You're probably not even on camera. Probably says, woo ool moms." On my on my tight. Two cool moms. Go to the tight. Go to the tight. Talk to us tight. Sign us off. Thank you guys very much for tuning in for another episode of Two Cool Moms. Rate, review, subscribe, and we'll be back with a full set next episode. Bye. <laughs> These two cool mommies love you, so show us some love. Please rate us, review us, follow us on all social media, and subscribe to our YouTube.